the biggest things is just to educate yourself and and get informed. Just information knowledge really is power. So finding sources, reliable sources of information that are evidence-based, that's part of why I got started in this because you could search on Google, you could find this, that, and the other, not knowing what to, you know, what to find, but empowering yourself with information. And it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Sometimes it feels like you have to look at every single blog post or you know, Instagram feed or podcast, but just find two or three sources of information that you find reliable and that resonate with you. And then just really educate yourself. Welcome to the Messy Mom Podcast by Fit Mama in 30, where we are all about ditching the idea of perfection during motherhood and embracing the messy, ranging from topics about pre and postnatal health, infertility, mom guilt, and the craziness that comes with raising a family. Get ready for 30 minutes of real, raw, and messy content. Let's work to embrace the messy together. Hey, hey, mamas. Welcome to another episode of the Messy Mom Podcast. Um, Bailey and I are really excited about today's guest. We are speaking with Dr. Nicole Rankins on how to have an empowered birth, which is honestly something I wish there were more resources and more doctors out there just encouraging and educating women the way Nicole is. I'm so excited for you guys to meet her and hear about um, what she does. Um, But just a quick bio before we jump in. Um, So Dr. Nicole Rankin is a board certified and currently practicing OBGYN. She's a mama of two who empowers first-time moms to feel supported and prepared for pregnancy and birth, which we all need more of. Yeah, and over, this is what, I love this, over the last 15 years, she's helped more than a thousand babies come into this world. That is a lot of babies. It is. It's such a cool (laughs) stat. I think that's just, I don't know. I love it. Yeah. But yes, but I would love, let's, we want to hear from Nicole. Nicole, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Every time I hear that 15 years, it's like, good Lord, I've been doing this for a long time. (laughs) That's good though. That brings lots of experience. I do indeed. I do indeed. (laughs) I love it. Well, if you don't mind, would you mind just start out telling us a little bit about yourself, your family, background, hobbies, you name it. Anything it. you want to include. Sure. Yes, all right. All so I'm Nicole Rankins. And as you mentioned, I'm a, still a practicing OBGYN. I practice as an OBGYN hospitalist where I work just in the hospital and I do shifts actually. So I do 24 hour shifts at a time and I deliver or take care of whoever is there during my shift. I, I absolutely love it. There are some downsides. I don't have that long-term relationship, but I, I get to be a part of birth, which just lights me up you know, lights me up all the time. And we have two beautiful daughters. My husband, Falcon, and I have been married for 15 years. Our girls are 13 and it's Falcon, like Falcon, like the bird, because people are always like, did you just say Falcon? It's like, yes, I did. And we have two girls. They are 11 and 13. We have just gone through the process. My older one is going to high school next year. When I went to high school, it was like, you just went, but now you like apply and all this stuff that makes me feel old. Really? So, yeah. Uh, girl. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's I, new from when I was in high school. I've never heard of that. At least in my city. I don't know. You like the centers and you do all of this stuff. So we just finished oh, that. Wow. Yeah. It sounds like college. It is. It is kind of a practice run for college. So yeah. And then 
As far as background, um, oddly enough, I majored in math and engineering when I was in college. And mm -hmm. I, um, hobbies and interests, I'm pretty boring. I like to read. I like to watch TV. I like to sit outside on my patio, enjoy nature, especially now that it's getting warmer. So, oh, yeah. um, oh, and then I have a podcast. <laughs> yes. Of course. Yes. Yes. A podcast called All About Pregnancy and Birth that I'm very proud of. Just crossed half a million downloads not too long ago. And, oh, wow. um, and an online childbirth education class. And I started that online business that's been the past uh, two and a half years or so. I see you're busy. Those yeah. Your <laughs> just a little busy. A little so bit. Thanks for being on. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Hmm. And I have listened to your podcast. It's great. It's so informative, especially for me. I'm currently six months pregnant. And I took your little birth plan oh, yeah. free course. Yes, yeah. And I'm super interested in your other course. Yay. So I just love every single thing that you put out there, what you're sharing um, with mamas. Like Carrie said, I don't feel like there are too many like currently practicing OBGYNs that are in the social media space educating people. So it's really been one helpful for me, but I think it's so helpful just for every woman and mama so yeah, well congratulations on your pregnancy and i'm oh thank you thank and you. grateful that i get to be a little part of it oh definitely <laughs> it's yeah it just and I, I i agree bailey just i mean i was pregnant six years ago and four years ago but even then it just wasn't the stuff that you provide i'm sure it was out there but just not as prevalent and just not not to the degree that you take it so mm -hmm. um i'm a little jealous of bailey <laughs> <laughs> But on that note, I would love if you could just tell our mamas, um, you know, how can you, how can moms have an empowered pregnancy, birth, and of course that postpartum period? How can we, how can moms have that empowerment? Yeah, absolutely. One of the, the biggest things is just to educate yourself and, and get informed. Just information knowledge really is power. So finding sources, reliable sources of information that are evidence-based, that's part of why I got started in this, because you could search on Google, you could find this, that, and the other, not knowing what to, you know, what to find, but empowering yourself with information. And it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Sometimes it feels like you have to look at every single blog post or, you know, Instagram feed or podcast, but just find two or three sources of information that you find reliable and that resonate with you. And then just really educate yourself. And then once you have that information, you absolutely need to use that information to advocate for yourself if need be, particularly in asking questions, because you need to understand the two most influential factors on what will happen during your pregnancy birth are uh, the, your, the way your doctor approaches birth and the way the hospital approaches birth. So having the information so you can understand those two factors is so, so important. And then the postpartum period, I would say empow being empowered is definitely um, the biggest piece is really understanding what to expect and knowing how to ride those waves of the postpartum period. You can never quite be prepared for having a tiny human being that <laughs> you're supposed no, to be no, responsible for. I mean, <laughs> I remember my first daughter was a, a preemie and the doctor's like, oh, you, you know, you'll be fine taking care of, you know, taking care of her. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't care that I'm a doctor. I don't know. What, I, what am I doing? Like, so, <laughs> so um, you know, but you figure it out. So just knowing what to expect knowing where to go when you need help postpartum is really key. It ain't going to be the medical system because we don't do that great. <laughs> <laughs> it's, unfortunately, it's so true. That's, 
I, we, I mean, Bailey and I are totally on the same page as you. That's why we entered this space, mm-hmm. the pre and postnatal space. Yeah. And that was the same thing. Like there's information everywhere, but there's not, you know, credible information. And there wasn't a course that shows you, you know, the information you need, the proper way to train and like walks you through exactly. it. So I'm, we completely understand yeah. why, you know, yeah. why you came into the space to do um, your birth prep courses. Cause yeah, you can't just find the information on your own. Exactly. Exactly. So um, just educate yourself and then be ready to advocate for yourself by asking questions. That's, I think it's just the biggest pieces. Yes. I love that. And I think you hit the nail on the head with the education aspect, especially in the postpartum period, because I feel like, you know, if you are going to prepare so many moms or like if you are going to educate yourself, look to that, you know, before baby comes. And then when they get to the postpartum period, it's kind of all about the baby and you kind of get lost in that and forget about yourself and what to look out for and signs and symptoms. So I love that you talk about the postpartum period a lot. I know even on social media and kind of what to expect and what to ask. Yeah, 100%. And it took me some time to come to this realization because um, sat, and our system is getting better, We but we still have some ways to go where someone described it, a colleague of mine, like pregnancy is like the mom is like this, this, the wrapper carrying the sweet piece of candy. And then once the candy's out, people kind of discard the wrapper of the mom away, you know, because the baby's oh, here. Yeah. And um, now we need to really focus on mom better in that postpartum period and need to start doing it during pregnancy so that they're they're prepared, Uh, because really the best way to have a healthy baby is actually have to have a healthy mom. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And so, you know, that's so true. That wrapper analogy is sad, but it's really like. As soon as you know the baby's born, everyone's like, "How's the baby sleeping? How's the baby?" It's like, "How am I eating?" Hey, okay, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's one. The baby's yes, mine. Yes, absolutely. So you had mentioned earlier, and obviously I know, and we know that you do have a birth preparation course. Mm-hmm. So why don't you tell our listeners kind of what does that entail? What does it cover? Kind of go from there. Sure. So. Uh, I'm really proud of my course for a number of reasons. And one, I just actually updated the entire thing. I re-recorded it, added more more content to it. I, I listened to every single piece of feedback to make sure that I want it to be um, of service to folks. So I use my five-step beautiful birth prep process is what I call it. And step one is to start the tone, set the tone for your birth. So really one of the most important pieces of giving birth is getting in the right mindset for your birth so that you feel calm, you feel peaceful, you feel supported. So this very first part or very first module of the course is helping you get in the right mindset, tools to do that, and then making sure you have the right support around you during your labor and birth, both in the people who support you and in the physical environment of your labor room, because that makes a difference as well. And then in the second step of the process is learning all the details of labor and birth. So that's where you learn everything like what is active labor, what's latent labor, when you go to the hospital, how do you get monitored, what can you eat, what can you drink, IV fluids, how to avoid tears, how to push, all of those things, pain management options, of course, um, including medication-free pain management techniques. So that's step two is like the meat of labor and delivery. And then as I'm sure you know, (laughs) birth is an unpredictable process and none of us can plan it and we can't um 
you know, we, we can't plan birth. The baby plans birth. They don't tell us what they plan to do. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so step three in my process is preparing yourself for the possible things that may happen. So questions to ask. Um, information about labor induction, episiotomy, cesarean birth, so that you um, can ask those questions and be be a really informed participant in your birth. I get a lot of feedback from folks that when birth didn't go exactly like they anticipated, they they felt very confident that they could handle it. Nothing was a surprise. Nothing was like sounded crazy because they'd already heard of it and were prepared to deal with things when they popped up. And then, of course, the last, well, I should say the fourth step is postpartum. So how to get off to a great start postpartum, breastfeeding, what to expect, um, tips to help you just get get in the right, um, just know where to get support from, all of those good, great things for postpartum. And then really, once you understand kind of the foundation of labor and birth mindset, all of those things that you want, then I wrap it up and, and walk you through a process of making a birth plan, aka birth wishes. In, in great detail inside the course. So that's that's kind of the overview of the course. That sounds so informative and so, so helpful. I'm Like I said, I'm signing up for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I definitely need that because like you said, like you can't control, you know, what's going to happen, right? But the more that you educate yourself, the more that you know, I just feel like the less anxiety you will have and just an overall better experience. 100%. And I think that's super important. Yeah, and it's normal, it's normal to fear birth. Like you've never done it before. Uh, or maybe mm-hmm. if you've done it before, it didn't go exactly like you anticipated. We don't get a lot of information or, or see birth. We see what's on like TV and in the movies, you know, way back in the day, you would be around birth. People gave birth at home actually. So you would see and know what happened, but we don't see any of that these days. So it's normal to be afraid of it, but you can definitely educate yourself and empower yourself. So even if you're not, I'm not saying that the fear has to be taken away, but you can certainly manage it 100% and and do so confidently. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I, and I feel like sometimes that's what you almost need a course or something to make you do it because it's, you know, I, I know it, even for me, like thinking back now, I wish I would have had a course to sit down and say like, all right, step one, like I'm, I'm very much a type one. So I need like someone to like do the step, talk to me the next thing. Like, there's gotta be a process to it versus just like, yeah, I kind of know, you know, like you, we all kind of know, but no one has a plan until you actually sit down and make the exactly. time to do it. For sure. For sure. Well, that's amazing. Well, if you, okay. So we obviously know there's a ton of tips in there, but if you could, what is your pick your top birth prep yes. tip? So if you could honestly, pick it really is childbirth education. And I don't mean that it has to be mine. It just has to be somewhere. Um, childbirth education is just yes. so important. There are lots of options available, online options. You know, you have to find what resonates best with, with you, but definitely do some sort of childbirth education. And then I'm going to sneak in a second tip just because <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. If, if you can, if you can afford a doula, get a doula to have you to have both during your pregnancy and postpartum. Um, they just provide doulas provide physical and emotional support during labor and birth, and they can be very helpful in the postpartum period as well. So if you can afford the support of a doula, that's a great a great option and resource for you. In addition to childbirth education, or some of them do childbirth education, but a doula is great. 
That's so good to know because I always have wondered, like, from a doctor's perspective, particularly an OBGYN, what their thoughts of having doulas in, you know, the delivery room were would would be like, um, what their thoughts were. So that's really, you know, great to hear that you're saying, yeah, you know, they offer a lot of value, a lot of education. Yeah. So that's, that's well, yeah. I mean, I, I come from a background in research. I did a research fellowship actually after I finished residency. And I'm not saying this just because it's nice. There's data, there's studies that show that having support from a person like a doula, that continuous labor support separate from your labor nurse will help to, decrease uh, your chances of having a cesarean birth. It'll help you manage pain better. Um, it People feel better about their birth experience. There's very good data on having a doula and how that, that helps you during your birth. And not all OBGYNs are on board with understanding the benefit of doulas. I'll be honest about that. But we certainly that many of us are are coming around and realizing the importance of it and realizing that we work together as a team, whether it's the doula, the obstetrician, a midwife. I work with midwives side by side as well. The labor nurse, we're all there to support that birthing person. They're in the center and we come around her to help her have the experience that she wants, deserves, keeps everybody healthy and safe. That's great. All of our doulas are going to love you. <laughs> yes. We actually just had um, a couple of doulas, their names are Jordan and Amy on like, not the last podcast, but the podcast right. before that. So I'm sure they are going to appreciate uh, <laughs> the shout out and all the doulas out there. And in fact, I think I saw that this week is like, it's, yep, it's, National it's doula world, world doula week. Yeah. World mm-hmm. doula week, not national. Yeah, I believe world. so. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. And I often tell awesome. people like if you if you have some trouble, I mean, it's 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 a cost, you know, for sure to have one. It's a great yeah. thing to put on your baby registry, like babylist.com. And I'm not. Yeah. yeah and I'm not yeah. affiliated with Babylist. I just know that you can put anything on that registry. But it's something that uh-huh. you can ask to be, you know, for, for contributions for, because you're going to get like 500 onesies and 40,000. <laughs> yeah. And you don't need all of that, like that many things. So you can ask, definitely ask for a contribution. That's a, a great thing that folks can ask for. That is such a good idea. I've never mm-hmm. would have thought yeah, of that. Absolutely. Like truly. I'd much rather buy a gift and put money toward a doula. Yeah. That's the things that I end up buying for people. So. Oh, most definitely. Well, this has been so informative and just so educational. I know, you know, not only for myself, but I'm sure a lot of mamas out there will totally resonate with this and appreciate you for giving all of your tips. But we do have just one final question. We ask everyone who comes on the podcast, this question, and they always have an answer. I don't think we've ever had anyone not have an answer. No pressure though, but (laughs) um, our final question is, what is a messy mom moment or moment that you can remember? And then if you can't remember, what advice do you have for mamas to embrace the messiness in their life? And free, feel free to answer both. Like <laughs> okay, to. so I saw this question and I was like, well, how much time do we have exactly? <laughs> <laughs> it's never an issue. Like I say, there's always, there's I always mean, something. You will, in, you will invariably mess up. I mean, one of the, I remember 
we put our daughter, I put our, my daughter in the car seat and didn't buckle her in. So like rode around town with my poor child, like not buckled up in the car seat. Oh my God, I'm going to kill her. All of that stuff. Um, once, unfortunately, I let, I turned, I sat her down in a chair. She rolled off the chair and fell onto the floor. Um, I, I mean, there are times when now they're 11 and 13. There are times when I have gotten straight up angry and mad. They annoy me. They frustrate me. At times. <laughs> yes. like that's normal, right? Yes. So I think the key though, is to understand that you're not going to be perfect and you do the best that you can and also be willing to admit your mistakes to your children. I very much will say like, that was not appropriate the way that I spoke and apologize if, if need be, while still establishing those boundaries that I'm the parent and you're the child and we're not friends. This is, you know, I'm, I am your, your mother, but just, just be comfortable with like knowing that all of those things happen. All of it is, is okay. Love your child, do your best and you'll be fine. That's such great advice. Love Nicole, I'm work. I'm working on that. Apologize to your children when you mess up. See, you gotta walk away for a minute and then and then come back to it because in the moment, sometimes you just like I'm gonna choke this poor child if she doesn't. <laughs> what, I'm working on that. I'm working on the walk away and come back later. And they're four and six right now, so they're <laughs> they're at that prime time right, moment, right, Carrie? That's for sure. <laughs> well, like I said. Thank you so much, Nicole. This has been so informative. And I know that this will help so many mamas, especially first time mamas. Um, I know that we had mentioned it earlier, but where can our listeners find you to learn more about your courses, your podcast? And just oh, sure. Where you hang sure. Out on so social. my website is drnicolerankins.com. And I have lots of stuff there. I have a, that free class you mentioned on how to make a birth plan. I have lots of free downloadable resources on pain management, meditation, all kinds of stuff. So you can find all that on my website, drnicolerankins.com. And then the course also. And uh, on social media, I'm also there at Dr. Nicole Rankins. Instagram is my favorite place to hang out. Cool. Awesome. We yeah. like Instagram too. It's fun. It allows you to connect yes, exactly. with a lot of people. Exactly. Sure. So. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us today. We really and thank you so much for it. having me and best wishes on a beautiful pregnancy and your birth as well. Oh, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. It's so crazy that like I only have a few months left. I'm like, wow, this is actually going a lot. Faster it does go by fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll get there. We'll get there soon. But well, mamas, if you want to love on this podcast, please hit subscribe, rate, and review, and be sure to share it with other mamas so they can find us and learn how to embrace the messiness in their, in their lives. So until next time, bye, mamas.